bringing to you the stories that have never been told, the news that has yet to unfold, and the voices you have not heard. This is the Caribbean Cannabis Channel, where we meditate and educate on all things ganja within the Caribbean region, with your host, Prophet Nati. Blessed greetings everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Caribbean Cannabis Channel. It's your boy Prophet Nati. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. And if it's your second time tuning in, welcome again. And if it's your umpteenth time tuning in, welcome again. Bienvenido. And that's for more people out in El Salvador. I saw that I had some listeners out in El Salvador. Big up yourselves and thank you for tuning in to the Caribbean Cannabis Channel. Well, today it's a bit of a a solo episode. Let me not say it's a bit of a solo episode. It is a solo episode because it's just me alone. However, I have you listening as well as what we'll be doing today is actually looking through some of the common myths and misconceptions people have of either the Caribbean or cannabis because it is the Caribbean cannabis channel. So, I just thought it would be a, a fun idea, a cool engaging idea to really tackle some of the stigmas, the myths and misconceptions of both the Caribbean and cannabis. Because even though I feel as though we have spoken about these things for several years, a lot of people still have, you know, these, these thoughts and these beliefs. And obviously we know that your thoughts and your beliefs dictate action. So because we are about changing certain things and changing the action of how people perceive and interact with cannabis and by extension in Caribbean, we have to, you know, engage in it a bit. And these are some of the things you found on the internet, some things that people may still say or things that people probably would have spoken to me about or asked me about. So we'll jump straight into it. All right, so the first myth or misconception that we're tackling is a common one. Cannabis is addicting. Cannabis itself is not addictive. However, I don't want to say people can become addicted to it. However, people can misuse and definitely abuse the substance, which is cannabis. Like many other things, it doesn't really matter what it is. It has the potential to be misused or abused. So I want to say that this myth is false. However, it's very important for you to note how and why you're using cannabis so that you could avoid misusing it and it not giving you the benefits or the effects that you necessarily want or the effects and benefits that you need. So myth number one, cannabis is addictive, false. However, depending on your predisposition to certain things as well as how you're using it, you can misuse it and you can abuse it. Always know your how and your why as it pertains to using cannabis. The second myth or misconception is that cannabis is a gateway drug. And funny enough, I actually would have posted a quote today on our Instagram stating that cannabis is a gateway to the natural world. So this, this is <laughs> what we may call a half sentence, a half statement. It's incomplete, basically, 
Because, yeah, it's a gateway, but a gateway to what? If it's a gateway to using other drugs or quote-unquote harder substances, then I want to say for the most part that is a false myth or misconception, but it can be a gateway for you enjoying greater food, taking care of your health, being more focused and more attentive to many things that you're doing. It's a gateway for better relaxation. It's a gateway for improved sexual experiences with you, yourself, or your partner. So it's a gateway for for a lot of good stuff, but a gateway for harder drugs, which is the general thought. I would have to say, no, it is not. But again, people, it's not a one-size-shoes-fit-all. If you already have a condition or predisposition to using hard substances because you're looking to escape or avoid mental issues that you're dealing with, physical trauma, anything of the sort, then you have you will have a greater tendency to switch from cannabis into another substance that may numb you down to not feeling anything. And that's another misconception that people have. People just think all cannabis just numbs you or it sedates you or it relaxes you to the point where you just forget about everything. There's so many different strains, so many different cultivars, so many different things about cannabis that can influence how you feel and the effect that it gives you. So, it's a false myth, people. It's false. Our next myth or misconception people have or think it is, is that cannabis is safe or it's unsafe for, for children. Now, First and foremost, if you are talking about smoking cannabis, definitely no. I'm not promoting it. I would not tell anyone to give your son or your daughter a spliff to try a small puff or nothing like that. Because the reason I'm saying that is because people actually do give them a little puff, a little taste of their spliff, of their pipe, whatever it may be. Because when you look at it again in the Caribbean, many people especially when their their child is within a certain age group and above, they begin to introduce alcohol into their system. They may give them a small shot or say something for the worms. And although it's a cultural and somewhat of a tradition in many households, it's not something that you need to do or it's not the best thing to provide to them at all. Because again, your brain, their body are still developing. It's still in a very tender state. So introducing these substances into their diet in this form, that is, it's, it's harmful to them. It is harmful to them. However, cannabis is definitely safe for topical use, indigestion, in more administered and, and doses that can be monitored, essentially. So you, you, couldn't, you could ingest it, you could use it, but what are you using it for? And how are you ag- exactly using cannabis with your child? You know, so you could use it, it's safe for them, but definitely not in a smoking form, definitely not in a vaping form, and definitely not with high... THC percentages, definitely not. So I would say that this myth in terms of it's not safe for children, it's false, 
because it can be used. However, please note in terms of how you administer the use to your child. Then we could say it's harmful. Smoking? No. High THC percentages? No. So be mindful of that, my people. And I hope no one is giving their child a spliff to smoke or a brownie to eat. I really hope not. I hope not. And if you do have these things in vicinity of your child, educate them about it, for sure. Definitely explain to them what cannabis is, what are the effects, but also make sure to state that in the form that they may be seeing you use it in, they are not ready for it, especially if you are smoking, vaping, or eating brownies or edibles with high THC percentages. Okay, so another myth that is circulating, and I've seen this several times, and it's becoming more and more frequent that I'm seeing it. And people are basically stating that herb now isn't as strong as or potent as herb used to be. Right? And some people are saying that herb now is way stronger. Right? But the myth that we're tackling is, is that herb now isn't as strong as herb used to be. I, I think it will all vary based on what exactly you are using or accustomed to now. And the thing about it is, is that way more thought, way more science is being placed into cannabis growing now opposed to years before. Like the developments and the advancements that growers and cultivators have made, it's astonishing. So what I would say, especially from my own experiences, back in the days when I just started using, yo, I used to, the effects I used to feel, I would be so high for hours upon hours. Now, my high or the effect that I'm looking for may not last as long. And I I will obviously have to increase the dose that I'm consuming at the given time. So I, what I think, it's a combination of several things. It's stronger now because people can, the, the, the science behind breeding and producing different strains with different percentages whether it be in the terpenes or whether it be in the percentage of the cannabinoids, THC or CBD, it can be more potent now, but it also has the potential to be less potent. And I also think because several of us, especially the smokers who have been using it for years upon years, our tolerance is now to the point where we have to consume higher percentages in the terpenes or the cannabinoids or we have to consume higher dosage amounts to get a particular feeling or truly get a, a state where we are feeling a, we, we are feeling the effects essentially. So I want to say this one is, is also false because herb now has the potential to be very strong, right? And it's all based on how or who is breeding the plants, who is growing the strain that you're smoking or the strain that you are ingesting. It's, it's, it's a lot of different factors that we have to take into consideration really and truly. Yeah, I would definitely say that this is um, false because herb now definitely has the potential to be stronger or more effective, more potent than herb before. Now, going into the Caribbean <laughs> misconceptions. Now, some of these I, I found were very funny because you actually hear these, no, I'm not, I'm not kidding you. 
you actually hear this shit sometimes, especially when you're traveling between different islands as um as I have been. So I've been to um several islands within the last two to three years. So I would see or hear the comments that people have about certain things in the Caribbean. Now, one of the first things that people have or misconceptions, everybody think that once you're from the Caribbean, you're automatically Jamaican. And kid you not, you could be speaking in, you may be hearing all these different dialects, all these different accents, which we in the Caribbean do have, and people would still say, yo, are you Jamaican? Now, don't get me wrong, I love my Jamaicans. You all know that my Jamaican people shout out yourselves. You all have a huge legacy and a huge role in terms of carrying the Caribbean name to the diaspora and on an international basis. Big up yourself. However, please note that there are several different countries, several different nations across the Caribbean, and we are all not Jamaican. For instance, if you didn't know before, I am Trinidadian from Trinidad and Tobago, north of Venezuela and south of Grenada, St. Vincent, thereabouts. So, come on people, we are, we are all not from Jamaica. Please note that. And this ties into the first, the first one, the first myth about the Caribbean. All islands are basically the same. In heaven's name, no we are not. Similar in some instances, some of us are similar more on a political side, some of us are similar from a historical point of view, some of us are similar in terms of the culture, so your religion, the language, etc. Some of us are similar in that regard, but so many different things when you actually go on to each island or to each mainland territory, because there are some countries attached to South America or Central America that would be considered quote-unquote Caribbean and I feel as though this is remiss of me I'm kind of doing this backward but I feel as though I should give like a definition of what the Caribbean is so that people who may not be from the Caribbean understands what the region is and what to look out for (laughs) right so this is um, a definition that I would have developed when I was doing Caribbean studies during CXE period, um, in Cape specifically, and there are different ways that people view the Caribbean. One from the main the main view that people have is from a geographical standpoint, meaning that we are all within the same region, having the Caribbean Sea washing your shores, then you are defined as quote unquote Caribbean. This is from a geographical standpoint. So as far as Guyana Suriname, possibly up to Belize, or even some of the Central American countries that are washed by the Caribbean Sea, people see these things as Caribbean, right? Then there's the then there's the political standpoint, meaning that we have a similar political structure as which is tied into a historical point of view. Meaning that at one point in time several of us were colonized by England, several of us were colonized by Spain, several of us were colonized by the Dutch. However, this will obviously lead to us developing one different political and historical viewpoints, or it will lead to us having similar ones because of one, several of us being English, several of us being Spanish, etc., etc. Right? And then 
there's a cultural standpoint where because many of us are from certain places in the world and then we have gathered here people would have brought their heritage people have brought their culture their language their religion because many of us came from the same places and travel between different countries a lot of us have similar cultures but also a lot of us have different cultures again bear in mind that yes there's the archipelago of islands that would generally be called quote-unquote caribbean but there are also several islands within that that politically would not be seen as caribbean because they have links with some other entity for instance puerto rico um the u.s virgin islands these are linked to the u.s usa right the united states of america they have jurisdiction for this country so they would not necessarily see themselves as caribbean but because they're within the region people automatically label them as caribbean and we welcome them we welcome them so my people that was like a brief history lesson on how you can perceive the caribbean i mean there's so much more to say but just keep bear that in mind for now all right this one is actually i I don't know who made this up but this is (laughs) this is funny (laughs) this is funny and this is also disrespectful drinking caribbean tap water will make you sick and at one point in time i actually used to believe this because when you watch movies and tv series they would always say don't drink the water from the pipe or always make sure that you buy bottled water because the water isn't good i don't know about y'all but the water that I grew up drinking from my tap, clean. I'm fit as a fiddle now and I have no health complications, at least that I'm aware of. I do regular checkups and my checkups always come back good. I'm safe. I've traveled to several countries within the Caribbean. Obviously, the water quality would vary and you'll get different tastes. But I'm alive now. I'm alive. You know, so... No, you are not going to get sick by drinking pipe water. In some parts of certain countries, yes, I would not advise people to drink water either from the tap because of how water is collected and then provided to you, right? That's up to you. I wouldn't advise everybody to just go into every country and drink the water, but it's it's false. You could drink your tap water, especially if you are native to that country. You would, have, you would have more inclination to adapt to the water quality there opposed to the water quality in another island. But you could drink the water, people. We are all not out here drinking from the river or always buying bottled water, which is expensive. Now, this one is related to both cannabis and <laughs> the Caribbean. Now, for some reason, again, Western media always portrays when people come to the Caribbean, you're on a beach, you're seeing palm trees, reggae music is playing that has like steel pan in it, which is controversial, people. Reggae, steel pan, two different things. I mean, one, the steel pan is an instrument that can be used to supplement any genre of music, really and truly. However, people just hear these two things, steel pan and reggae, and just think, yeah, boy, this is the Caribbean. All islands are playing this music 24-7. You're out on the beach smoking a spliff with not a care in the world a lot of people have this um 
conception of of the, of the Caribbean, my people. I'm not lying to tell you. But again, false one hundred percent of the time. I mean, you would catch se- <laughs> you would catch several of us only be smoking a spliff. And for people who have actually been on the islands and several islands, they're not necessarily lying. So mm, I, I, <laughs> I guess there is some truth in it, at least for people like me who also use cannabis. Um, one of the best places I, I love to go when I'm smoking is on the beach. Yeah, and the waves crash, the sun in your feet, the sun on your face. I mean to say we do we do make use of the sun, sand, and sea on the islands, people. Uh, at least I do. I mean that they're halfway, they're halfway true, <laughs> but obviously not every one of us is just a rock back on the beach smoking a spliff because several of us actually do not smoke, and several people prefer to keep their cannabis use private still because we, although. We may talk a lot of progressive talks. If we are really being honest with ourselves, the Caribbean, for the most part, is a highly conservative place. We hold on to a lot of our colonial past, a lot of our laws that are archaic and not necessarily applicable to this day and age. We still have it because it's tied to religion and people are still tied to their church or their mosque and their temple. I'm not saying keeping traditions and these things are necessarily bad, my people, for those who may be religiously affiliated or just note that I didn't even know the point was going again, but just know that we are not all just on the beach smoking or spliff or using cannabis. All right. Last but not least, tied to that point again is herb is legal because we all use it so carefree. <laughs> Yo, far from the truth, my people. Like, we are just getting into decriminalizing and some countries have just introduced a legal system in place for sales and all these different things. It is not fully legal in any Caribbean territory. However, there are a couple islands such as Jamaica, Trinidad, Antigua and Barbuda, uh US Virgin Islands and Vincent and the Grenadines and a couple others who have already amended their laws or are about to amend laws to introduce decriminalization or actual use of cannabis. Do note we are all not just using herb carefree and again all of the people on the islands do not just be smoking whole day. However <laughs> a lot of people do smoke Kind of carefree. I mean, you will walk on the streets. You will smell a little spliff here and there. You would smell some loud or some brickweed burning. Somebody might try to sell you on the streets if you do look like a smoker. I'm not too sure. Probably I'll tackle like what a smoker look is. If there is a smoker look at all. But there isn't really one. But sometimes they will stereotype you. So for me, when I'm walking through the street, just because I have a ras, and um, I'm not too sure if I look like a, a high man or something, but... A lot of people just ask me if I want weed to buy. Um, a lot of the times I say no because street weed, mm, it's kind of suspect, you know. So that's that's some myths and misconceptions that people have of the Caribbean or about cannabis. I mean, there's so many other stigmas that we still need to tackle and talk about. If you do know any myths or stereotypes that people mention to you, shout them to me and I'll see if I can actually debunk them and say, why some may think this way or others think that way. 
But a lot of these stereotypes and a lot of these myths obviously are not true because even though a, a large majority may be resonating with it, a lot of us within the region still do not use cannabis or a lot of us don't do the things that people say we do within the Caribbean. It's been a pleasure demystifying and debunking stereotypes and myths with you. It's your boy Prophet Natty signing out from the Caribbean Cannabis Channel. Thank you for meditating and educating with us. See you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Caribbean Cannabis Channel. Be sure to like and subscribe. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook so you don't miss out on any of the exciting news happening across the region. Until next time, remember to meditate and educate.